the Lord our God belong mercies and forgivenesses, though we have rebelled against him. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws which he set before us. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant us ab grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall shall forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 36 and 138. My heart showeth me the wickedness of the ungodly, that there is no fear of God before his eyes. For he flattereth himself in his own sight, until his abominable sin be found out. The words of his mouth are unrighteous and full of deceit. He hath left off to behave himself wisely and to do good. He imagineth mischief upon his bed, and hath set himself in no good way. Neither doth he abhor anything that is evil. Thy mercy, O Lord, reacheth unto the heavens, and thy faithfulness unto the clouds. Thy righteousness standeth like the strong mountains, thy judgments are like the great deep. Thou, Lord, shalt save both man and beast. How excellent is thy mercy, O God! And the children of men shall put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. They shall be satisfied with the plenteousness of thy house, and thou shalt give them drink of thy pleasures as out of the river. For with thee is the well of life, and in thy light shall we see light. O continue forth thy loving kindness unto them that know thee, and thy righteousness unto them that are true of heart. O let not the foot of pride come against me, and let not the hand of the ungodly cast me down. There are they fallen, all that work wickedness. They are cast down and shall not be able to stand. Psalm 138 
I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. Even before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name because of thy loving kindness and truth. For thou hast magnified thy name and thy word above all things. When I called upon thee, thou heardest me and endoest my soul with much strength. All the kings of the earth shall praise thee, O Lord, for they have heard the words of thy mouth. Yea, they shall sing of the ways of the Lord, that great is the glory of the Lord. For though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly. As for the proud, he beholdeth them afar off. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, yet shalt thou refresh me. Thou shalt stretch forth thy hand upon the furiousness of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. The Lord shall make good his loving kindness towards me. Yea, thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Despise not then the works of thine own hands. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter of the first book of Samuel. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. I smile at my enemies, because I rejoice in your salvation. No one is holy like the Lord, for there is none besides you, nor is there any rock like our God. Talk no more so very proudly. Let no arrogance come from your mouth. For the Lord is the God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. The bows of the mighty men are broken, and those who stumbled are girded with strength. Those who were full have hired themselves out for bread, and the hungry have ceased to hunger. Even the barren has borne seven, and she who has many children has become feeble. The Lord kills and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and brings up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low and lifts up. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the beggar from the ash heap to set them among princes and make them inherit, inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the feet of his saints, but the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For by strength no man shall prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken in pieces. From heaven he will thunder against them. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, 
as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 18th verse of the first chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. We beseech thee, O Lord, pour thy grace into our hearts, that as we have known the incarnation of thy Son, Jesus Christ, by the message of an angel, so by his cross and passion we may be brought unto the glory of his resurrection, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. 
Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, all. A couple of brief thoughts about our lessons for the Annunciation tonight. Um, we have uh, we have before us in First Samuel uh, chapter 2, we have what is called Hannah's Song. Um, Hannah being a uh, the mother of the prophet Samuel, um, who uh, from the, you know, as she, who she promises to the Lord will be dedicated from the womb uh, to the Lord. Um, and then in due time, after weaning the child, um, dedicates him to uh, to serve in the, uh, in the tabernacle. And then um, he, he grows into the great judge and prophet of Israel, who eventually anoints King David. Um, and the, the, the prayer that Hannah offers is the kind of, as a sort of, for forbearer to the, the to the prayer that will be prayed, we pray every evening prayer, the Song of Mary or the Magnificat, um, and it, the thematically the two are very are very similar, and um, they're they're start sort of startling. We we pray them as as sort of I think we just kind of fall into the mode that they're thanksgiving for um, you know the the work that God has done, but we don't really hone in on some of the language, which is incredibly ag aggressive language. Um, they're both songs of conquest um, of a sort. They they are about the toppling of um, pretentious power in the world, and they're about the establishment of the meek and the humble as the rulers over things, um, as a, as the sure sign that the power of God is doing this and accomplishing this. Um, and I don't, I don't think we always read those 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 prayers in that way, but they're they're invoking really again for for when we talk about the Old Testament, really. As it makes its way into the New Testament, we have to always refer back to the history of Israel, and both of these songs um, are, uh, are are both of these songs sort of invoke uh, a previous song that was famous from the Exodus narrative that we'll read on Easter Eve, which is the song of Miriam about the Lord triumphing gloriously um, over the enemies of His people in in a, in a mighty act of deliverance, where He has uh, all of a sudden toppled the the mighty and has lifted up the humble and the weak. Of the world, um, and so uh, you know, and this is this is recapitulated thematically in a lot of different ways in the Bible. But um, in these in these narratives of these sort of of these these um, of Hannah and Mary, we have um, Hannah who was thought to be barren, uh, said that who is by the action of the Lord able to bear a child, and then Mary, who was who's a virgin, uh, who has you know who is who's a sort of a, you know depending or not a consecrated virgin. Um, is someone who has not, you know, who cannot, who has not been able to conceive, or who who has not conceived, is not married, and then, you know, she's found to be with child. 
Um, and you know what really is called into attention here is this um, this re this repeated sort of motif and pattern of how God has worked among His people anciently and continues to work among it. Um, this is the this is maybe one of the ways that Mary knows this isn't some strange you know demonic activity or temptation that's being offered to her and and at the message of the angel, but rather that um, the you know in the Annunciation she receives sort of this this invitation to to become this uh to become this figure this person who ushers in the, this next pivotal chapter of the history of god's people um which we can look back and see like it see it, it repeated in the history of all similar moments when we saw for example like sarah and abraham unable to conceive then you had you know that was a pivotal moment where the promise god made to abraham was fulfilled as sarah is miraculously at her old age able to conceive then you have you know, in the in the in the granting of Rachel, for example, uh, child uh, children, even though Leah, her sister, um, Jacob's first wife, is able to you know produce uh, mightily, um, it is uh, you know of the seed of it's really of the seed of Rachel of Joseph in particular that you have the rest of his brethren sort of rescued and redeemed from their uh, near starvation uh, through his cap after his captivity and his ordeal in Egypt and so on and so forth through all of these different sort of miraculous motherhoods and these sort of miraculous um, uh, sons born of these mothers, um, you have these sort of epochal shifts in the history of God's people. And that's, that culminates, of course, in the Annunciation, where the seed of the, of, 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 of the new, of Mary, um, is the one to deliver all of his brethren and really the whole, uh, the whole creation from bondage to sin and to redeem it um, and, and, to, and to fill it with new life and to give it new life um, and purpose as both kind of prophet, priest, and king. So all of these prior, um, these prior, prior sort of uh, typologies and prefigurings are, they culminate and are fulfilled in, in what we see or what we're celebrating today. So it really is, you know, a, a, mag, a, a marvelous sort of, um, there's a marvelous poetry to the way that God acts. Um, and, you know, days like this call us to look at the pattern look at that kind of call and response that that kind of ongoing refrain that echoes in between verses and that reminds us and and, and you know that's kind of how we we know that it's god who is working it's because you know you know god you know works poetically you know his plan is poetic um, and it has this kind of continuous resonance that in time is is manifested and borne out um so that that's that's the that's the main kind of uh, crux of it there that's repeated of course by extension, in, in Matthew's gospel tonight, as we read of St. Joseph's reaction to the Annunciation, um, and it, you know, Matthew being um, taking pains to talk about the life of Christ as it pertains to the redemption of Israel in particular, um, is talking, casts St. Joseph as the kind of quintessential Israelite, uh, the Israelite who was faithful under the law, a just man, is the, the sort of the, the, the parlance for it. Um, but it's meant to invoke this idea that he was a very law-like covenant-abiding guy, and you know, but understood the covenant in terms not only of, of kind of the the letter of the law, but also the spirit of the law. <coughs> Excuse me, uh, and and saw the, in in Mary's apparent infidelity an opportunity to echo what God had done and to and to treat her with compassion rather than with like vengeance. And that um, that sort of and that becomes for him his entryway into being participant to the to this moment that's unfolding in Israel's history. <clears throat> Excuse me again. So for us, I think we look at Saint Joseph in the Matthew lesson tonight as a 
um, a kind of exemplar of how we respond to the enunciation that this is a perplexing thing. The best thing to do is to is to wait until the word of the Lord is revealed to us through it and to not make hasty decisions, um, but to trust um, that in due time, our place in relation to this magnificent incarnation will be revealed. Um, and, I, and I think that as it was true for Our Lady and for St. Joseph, um, so it is revealed to all of us. All of us have some part to play in the unfolding of the, the meaning of the incarnation in the world. Um, and so I think it, it calls us to be patient and to wait until our place is, is sort of called forth and how we might serve the Christ child um, and, and, and to, you know, be and to have proper uh, devotion to his mother, um, how those things are revealed in due time, because they are revealed to all of us if we'll uh, simply wait for them. So a couple thoughts for tonight. We'll continue now with our intercession, page 590, remembering as we do those for whom we're praying this evening. Let us pray. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining in tonight. Happy Annunciation. And thanks to the co-leader tonight, Rochelle. I hope you all have a great uh, Friday night. Thank you, Father Hayden. Have a good Thank night. You.